Welcome to another podcast where we shine a spotlight on startup corporations at Infineon. I am Lamin Ben Hamdane, leading our startup corporation activities at the Infineon headquarter here in Munich. Today, we want to talk about AI in automotive. AI is entering our cars at a rapid pace. The most prominent application is autonomous driving, but there are numerous other very important functions in a car that can be improved with machine learning. All this should make our cars more efficient, safer and comfortable, especially in the area of electric vehicles. How to transform this vision into a reality today? This is what I want to discuss with Jürgen Schäfer from Infineon and John from Econo, a startup from Sweden. So John, um, John Linden, he's the CEO of Econo. He's a serial entrepreneur who has seen the bright light of success. He took one of his companies public, but of course also failures. He's passionate for new technology and he has also helped universities to commercialize their own research. But now he's fully involved into the topic of machine learning on the edge. Jürgen Schäfer, he's from our business line automotive microcontrollers. He's a super experienced concept and system architect and spent many years at Infineon. His world are embedded systems in general. And since 10 years, microcontrollers in the automotive area in particular. So welcome, John and Jürgen. Thank you, Lamin. Thank you, Lamin. So, first question to you, John. Um, in your car that you're driving every day, are you aware of any AI-enabled features? Well, <laughs> I guess my BMW is too old for any AI features. So, so, but, but jokes aside, cars today have a lot of smart technology, but the use specifically of AI on the vehicle is still not as widespread as we would like to see, and most of it is still ahead of us. So when, when talking about AI in automotive, most people think about autonomous driving or autonomous vehicles. But there are so many other applications, maybe not as bombastic, but that, that can really make good use of AI or machine learning that we usually talk about to emphasize how the machine learns itself. So instead of trying to, to predict every potential scenario, situation or exception and, and program that into the machine, you have the machine or the car in this case learn itself based on its own senses, meaning the, the, the sensors. And machines or computers are very good at finding patterns in data. So through continuous and incremental learning, this becomes similar to, to sending your kids to school. You want them to learn more and more things all the time. And you want them not only to store the facts about dead kings, but rather to, to understand how things relate and how, how to draw new insights and conclusions. In automotive, this means that the car learns more and more the more we use it. So imagine when, when you actually look with envy at my 14-year-old BMW because it means that it knows absolutely everything about my preferences, about how I drive, where I drive, and, and how to make my ride as safe and comfortable as possible. Perfect. That sounds very exciting. Uh, um, Jürgen, um, from, from the Infineon uh, perspective now, uh, besides this autonomous driving uh, topic, which is, of course, very big, what are um, concretely the functions in the car that are impacted by AI in the near future? So can you give uh, one or two concrete examples for that? 
Yes, of course. So uh, AI outperforms uh, many classical algorithms in real-time applications in case of classification, prediction, and approximation of physical quantities. So the first topic where the AI comes really in the embedded or a real-time environment in automotive is to use so-called AI-based virtual sensors. This gives the possibility to predict non-measurable physical quantities like uh, inner temperatures of an electromotor, which is responsible for electrical driving, or to make uh, traditional control algorithms more efficient. That means AI algorithms and machine learning algorithms are able to reparameterize control algorithms depends on the dedicated uh, status of the system and their environment. And uh, last but not least, if you, this is the transfer to the uh, autonomous driving. So trajectory planning and controlling, it's today used usually by linear model predictive control algorithms. And AI gives the possibility to enhance the accuracy and the driving smoothness uh, by AI-based model predictive control. So there is where we, from our products, uh, we are on the border between the prediction in autonomous driving and then the trajectory planning and controlling. So there is a huge field of uh, opportunities where AI make uh, electrical drivers more energy efficient and uh, reduce emission. Okay, so basically making our electric vehicles even more efficient and greener. And uh, you stress the real-time aspect of these uh, algorithms. Um, so, um, John, um, Econo makes the claim that we make connected things smart, very general, and you say that you can even make machines and cars learn by themselves. So um, you hinted briefly on it before, but can you explain this a bit more? I mean, what is the value of self-learning in the automotive context? Absolutely. Um, you're right, some pretty bold statements. But the, the, the key to this is that we actually do edge machine learning not just inference, but, but we actually do learning also at the edge on board the vehicle. Uh, so we do what's called incremental online learning, which is what I refer to when, when talking about learning for life and, and getting better and better the, the, the more you use things. And in the automotive industry, this is very applicable because car OEMs and also the suppliers sell globally. This means that the cars will operate in very different climates, in, in different cultures, in, in rural and urban areas. It will be operated by people with, with very different temper and, and, and behavior. And in traditional machine learning, you learn from many. You collect data from many and you train on a very specific problem or you look for a common denominator. And, and this can be extremely useful for a number of applications, for example, in, in analytics. But we flip things around. And, and we learn the normal behavior for the specific vehicle. And, and this makes it straightforward to actually do early detection of deviation. So when something deviates from what we predict is the normal behavior, which is a very useful approach to doing individual condition-based maintenance and also self-optimization. So when we talk about maintenance, uh, even identifying, this enables you to even identify issues that, that, uh, that you... Um, through this deviation 
detection that you didn't expect or that you didn't even know would, would occur. Um, and it, it helps you also to calculate, for example, what is the remaining useful life for, for a wear part or, or, or what is the remaining range of a battery for that specific individual car, where and how and by whom it's being used. And on the optimization side, it kind of ties back to what Jürgen talked about, because I argue that by doing individual machine learning onboard things, including cars, this is the next big sustainability leap. Because after making the, the general design of things as energy efficient as possible, the next big game comes from running every individual device as energy efficient as possible. And, and, and this, once again, goes back to where, how, and by whom the, the individual car is being driven. And, and if we can optimize how every individual car is being driven as energy efficient as possible, which is, of course, an aim also for the, the, the owners so they can, can avoid some of the range anxiety, then we can really make a big difference. So basically, you customize, again, the AI algorithm to the individual environment. Um, so that's, uh, that's very interesting. Um, right. Yeah, thanks for that explanation. Um, Jürgen, what, what is, uh, how do you see the value of the partnership between Infineon and Econov for our automotive customers? Generally, in, in the today automotive applications uh, or the real-time applications, AI is not a very common approach. So you have the two groups. You have on the one, hand, uh, one side the system engineers focused on control theory. On the other side, the data scientists, which working, as mentioned some minutes ago, Uh, mainly in the ADAS uh, domain, but approaches are not contradictory, they are complementary. So as I described uh, already, the AI makes control loops more accurate. So in the Econo SDK, with uh, their ease of use uh, approach, is a complementary technology to the Infineon uh, products. That means Econo SDK together with the Infineon embedded products bring the two worlds together. As, as I mentioned, AI-based solution offered increased energy efficiency by higher accuracy, and it helps to reduce the system costs. These are key elements of the Infineon P2S uh, uh, approach, and therefore, Econos technology and Finian products is a very nice combination of software-based technology and hardware-based technology and offers uh, additional value to our customers. The embedded products from Infineon uh, are designed and optimized for safe and uh, real-time real computing. And Econo SDK is optimized especially to classify, to predict Uh, physical quantities. So therefore, as, as I already mentioned, it's, uh, it's a very, very good uh, combination of technologies which brings, generates value for the automotive industry. Perfect. So it looks like uh, in, in Finion and Econo uh, are a perfect combination. We on the hardware side, Econo on the software side, and together, basically, we can offer more complete, uh, basically a system solution to the to the to our customers. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah. It, it additionally, uh, so AI 
will be supported more and more by dedicated hardware units, which is a key differentiator uh, of Infineon as well. And the, and the cooperation with Econo enables uh, this uh, dedicated AI hardware accelerators to our customers. So this is an additional uh, advantage related to standard uh, open source solutions, which coming more from the consumer and, and wireless uh, in the industry, which mm -hmm. are more targeted to high-end SOCs. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Very good. Um, John, how do you see the partnership with Infineon evolve ideally? No, I, I agree with what you said. This, this is a really a perfect match between hardware and software. We are 100% software solution. I also agree with uh, what Jürgen said about uh, <coughs> this not evolving as quickly as we, we all would like to. So I hope to see that the, the partnership will actually expedite the adoption and implementation of AI in, in the, the automotive industry. Um, I think that we have to make it easy for product OEMs and, and, and maybe car OEMs and suppliers in particular to, to do this kind of implementations of smart features and, and to do this kind of mass customization of how cars run and, and, and how they are maintained. And I think that by providing a validated reference deployment and, and tools that combine Infineon's hardware with Equinox software, we will make it easier for, for customers to, to go ahead, to make those take those initial steps to move forward and, and actually choose the, the solution of, of Econo Infineon because it's proven proven to work. And, and of course, from our perspective, Infineon is a really great company. And, and a partnership for a startup, a, a small company like Econo, this adds a lot of things, including like credibility. You have your existing relationships and, and, and framework agreements with, with customers, and you have the reach. And, and I think that this reach can really help expedite the, the adoption of this. And, and the, of course, that's what we want to do. That's how we want to change the world. That's how we can make cars smarter and safer. That's how we can, can save the environment. Perfect. Yeah, that's exactly what we want to achieve. Yeah, uh, acceleration. <laughs> exactly. Accelerate innovation um, together with, with startups. Yeah. Um, Jürgen, if you look into the future, maybe two years, the near future, what, what will we have achieved uh, ideally together with Econo? Yeah, so I see that the Econo SDK and the AI capability of the embedded hardware from Infineon enable the next generation of automotive uh, real-time applications, especially especially in the field of e-mobility like electrical driving. So there is a strong request to make uh, systems or electrical drivers more efficient, gets more driving distance with the same uh, size of battery and so on. So to say in a nutshell, uh, machine learning for system engineers. So AI-based uh, system solution uh, should be used in a similar way like uh, approaches based on traditional linear control algorithms. The system engineer from our customer should uh, should use AI-based uh, predictions and classifications like they are today use their PI controller, PID controller, or other state, uh, state observers. So with the ease of use approach of uh, Econo SDK, 
it's clearly the target to make uh, machine learning uh, usable for every system engineer on our customers. Mm -hmm. Okay, so basically the use of AI will get more commonplace um, together with the traditional methods. That's a good, good, uh, good vision and a good, uh, good uh, final statement. Um, so uh, John and Jürgen, thanks a lot for these insights. I think it was a very good overview of how AI will make our cars more intelligent, more efficient, and how Infineon also can accelerate innovation with, uh, in the automotive industry by partnering with startups. So if you want to learn more about Econo, go to their webpage, econo, E-K-K-O-N-O dot A-I. And to our Infineon colleagues, if you want to speed up innovation by working with startups, get in touch with me. Thanks everybody for listening and goodbye.